Welcome to Hank's Place. Paul begins the epistle to the Ephesians with the phrase, praise the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies. Then he goes on to name a few. For he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. He adds, in love he predestined us to be adopted through Jesus Christ to himself according to his favor and will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he favored us with in the beloved. There's a ton of grace presented in these few verses, dear friend. God favors us as children because he's God. It's what he has chosen to do, what he wants to do. And in that, he's already blessed us with every spiritual blessing. Hmm. Those spiritual blessings, they're higher, better, more secure than earthly blessings. We should receive them. Why let them go unused, huh? Consider a moment, spiritual versus material blessings. A new heart is better than a new car. To feed on Christ, much better than the best earthly food. To be an heir of God, much better than the heir of any earthly king. To have God for our portion is infinitely more blessed than, say, owning the king ranch. Spurgeon said these are the rarest, the richest, the most enduring of all blessings. They are priceless in value. Consider Paul's opening words, uh, the four instances of spiritual blessings. He says, just as he chose us in him, just as he chose us in him, our possession of every spiritual blessing, it's as certain as our being chosen by him, chosen before the foundation of the world. As believers, we're chosen by God. We're chosen before we've done anything or have been anything for God. Now, with one verse, don't try to reconcile human responsibility with divine sovereignty, okay? But rather take assurance of the permanence of his plan, assurance of his love toward us. Chosen in him, it means our heavenly father has engrafted us through the blessing of adoption into the body of Christ. Chosen in him that we should be holy and without blame before him. Do you see? There's both God's sovereign choosing, yet there's still a responsibility for personal holiness and sanctification. Predestined to adoption as sons. God's plan not only includes salvation and personal transformation, but also a warm and confident relationship with the Father. Barclay points out that in the Roman law of Paul's day, when the adoption was complete, it was complete indeed. The person who had been adopted had all the rights of a legitimate son in his new family and completely lost all rights in his old family. In the eyes of the law, he was that new person. Even all the debts and obligations connected with his previous family were abolished as if they'd never existed. Friend, through Jesus, we've been born in to God's family. Our tremendous sin debts, obligations, punishment, severed, gone forever. Our status in the kingdom, accepted in the beloved. <laughs> if you dig into this phrase, you'll find it means highly favored, full of grace, as to Mary in Luke uh, chapter 1, verse 28. 
God's plan of salvation gives glory to his grace and it doesn't leave any space for our self-effort. So my friend, rejoice today as you consider the grace of God toward you, the grace that has caused you to come alive.